Well, gracious hellos. Welcome to Moments of Assurance Weekend here on Worldwide KFUO. I'm Pastor Mark Hawkinson, your host. Happy to have you along. The program is graciously underwritten by Mid-American Coaches, Charters, and Tours. You can reach them on the web at mid-americancoaches.net. Reach me at any time at mark.hawkinson at kfuo.org. Or you can call me at 314 996 1520. Well, today, some thoughts about the familiar parable of the Good Samaritan from Luke chapter 10, where the question is asked by the lawyer, and who is my neighbor? Here's what happened. The Bible says, and behold, a lawyer stood up to put him to the test, him being Jesus, saying, teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? And he said to him, What is written in the law? How do you read it? And he answered, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, with all your strength and with all your mind, and your neighbor as yourself. And Jesus said to him, You have answered correctly. Do this and you will live. So if the lawyer, hypothetically, could love the Lord perfectly on this side of eternity and his neighbor perfectly as well, Jesus is saying he could live forever. Uh, the lawyer, that is. But the lawyer, desiring to justify himself, said to Jesus, and who is my neighbor? So in other words, Jesus, you really can't say I haven't been doing this. Identify my neighbor. Who is he or she? So Jesus replied, a man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho, and he fell among robbers who stripped him and beat him and departed, leaving him half dead. And now by chance, a priest was going down that road, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. And so likewise a Levite. And when he came to the place and saw him, he passed by on the other side. So both the priest and the Levite avoided any obligation for this wounded man, and they both walked on the other side of the road. Now the Samaritans, as is explained by the Lutheran Study Bible, were a people whose Jewish heritage had been adulterated through intermarriage and whose observance of Judaism was regarded as corrupted. The Samaritans descended from Israelites left behind after Samaria's destruction. They accepted only the first five books of the Bible as authoritative and worshipped on Mount Gerizim, rejecting Jerusalem as the proper place of worship. So you can see, this Samaritan was from a stock not very well thought of. The Bible says that the Samaritan came to where the frail, half-dead man was and bound up his wounds, pouring on oil and wine, and then he set the sick man on his own animal and brought him to an inn and took care of him. And the next day he took out two denarii and gave them to the innkeeper, saying, Take care of him, and whatever more you spend, I will repay you when I come back. Wow, talk about generous. And then Jesus said, Which of these three do you think proved to be a neighbor to the man who fell among the robbers? And he, the lawyer, said, the one who showed him mercy. And Jesus said to him, you go and do likewise. So the Samaritan, who was looked down upon by the Jews, happened to be the one Jesus referred to as the real example to follow. He showed mercy on that wounded man. 
And really, isn't that what being a neighbor is all about? Isn't it ironic that the two men in this parable whom you think should be the ones to show mercy are the very ones who end up walking by on the other side? The priest of all people, a man of God, a fellow Jew who served God in the temple. So what's the matter with him? How could he, of all people, avoid any obligation to the injured man? And you think to yourself, how can that be? And what about the Levite? The Levites were in charge of the temple. Another holy man of God here, supposedly, who walks by on the other side and just keeps on going. The irony comes out once again when you see that it is the Samaritan, the one who is hated by the Jews, who ends up not passing by on the other side and taking care of all the wounded man's needs. Shame on the priest and the Levite. I mean, they knew better. But they did not do what they knew the Lord's will was, which was to demonstrate compassion on the one who is in need. The Samaritan knew who his neighbor was and befriended him in every way. So how about you this blessed day? And who is your neighbor? Have there been times when you pass by someone in need where you could have helped and did not? Perhaps someone who is just, just needing a few bucks to make it through another night, or it could be someone who lost a loved one or who just needed to talk, but you didn't have the time, or it could have been somebody who needed a ride because they could no longer operate a motor vehicle. I mean, who knows how many opportunities you and I have missed due to passing by on the other side. One author has written, he who lives to benefit himself confers a benefit on the world when he dies. Yeah, I would agree. You are not here to benefit yourself, neither am I. Jesus said you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your strength, and all your mind, and your neighbor as you love yourself. I'll talk more about this on the other side of the break. Moments of Assurance is underwritten by Mid-American Coaches, where tour professionals will assist you in selecting the package trip that fits your travel desires. Destinations such as the Amish country of central Illinois or Hannibal, Missouri for a journey to Mark Twain country, or a multi-day trip to Mackinac Island or the Grand Canyon. Mid-American Coaches, where serving you is their privilege, Glad to have you along. The program is Moments of Assurance, the broadcast ministry of the uh, Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. This is Moments of Assurance Weekend, part two, talking about the parable of the Good Samaritan. Uh, the lawyer asked, and who is my neighbor? He asked that question to justify himself, and then Jesus told the parable of the Good Samaritan. How about you? 
and who is your neighbor? Do you really love your neighbor as you love yourself? That is what Jesus exhorts you and me to do on the basis of Calvary, what he's done for you and me. Are you loving your neighbor, whoever that might be? Or are you captivated with living for your own pleasure and treasure as though that's where it's at? That's what the sinful flesh of yours and mine pushes us into, namely the arena of me. Well, the world thinks just exactly that way as well. They think that seeking pleasure and treasure is what it's all about, this life that is. And when you're thinking that way, you're not thinking the mercy way, the self-sacrificing way, the service way. You take a selfie and you say, ha, ah, not bad. How can I keep improving myself? How can I get even more out of this world? Because it's all about me. A great Muslim caliph who attained great power for the Muslim empire in Spain and accumulated fabulous wealth for himself is said to have confessed shortly before his death. He said, 50 years have passed since I became caliph. Riches and honors and pleasures, I have enjoyed them all. But in this long period of seeming happiness, I can tell you what, I have numbered the days on which I have been happy, and they have amounted to 20. And even then, I was not completely happy. No, nobody can be. The only way true happiness can occur is to turn away from taking selfies and instead take oneself or take someone else a piece of bread or a dollar bill or two or a hug and some time to listen. That's where true happiness happens. The Samaritan, who most likely was not very rich, he had to endure the tauntings of the Jews. <laughs> He had to suffer various forms of persecution. But this Samaritan's focus was not on taking a selfie. It wasn't on him. It was on others. And in this case, the man on the side of the road who was half dead. In the case of the priest and the Levite, it was pride and position. Look who I am. I am a man of God. I'm not going to lower myself to bother with that hurt man along the side of the road. That's totally beneath me. I've got to tend to the temple. I must do the Lord's work. That's what counts. That's what's important. I just don't want to get involved. Oh, that's interesting. You don't want to get involved. Hmm. But isn't that what being a neighbor to someone is all about anyway? Getting involved? And isn't that what Jesus Christ has done for you and for me? Has he not gotten involved? Did he not lower himself to the depths of hell for you? The truth is, he couldn't have been involved more. Like the Good Samaritan, he didn't pass by on the other side of your life, nor of your sins, but bore them all on Calvary's cross. He was your substitute. He became you on the cross, so you could become one with him forever. The Good Samaritan took care of the wounded man's earthly needs. He bound up his wounds and even promised to pay the innkeeper more money were it to be necessary, so the half-dead man would be taken care of. But Jesus has taken care of you 
as your heavenly good Samaritan for eternity. And now, through the Lord's precious and holy word and his blessed sacraments, you have a way to get in touch with your heavenly good Samaritan. And you know what? He has a way to get into your heart as well through that same word and touch you with the kind of love and the kind of compassion that reaches beyond the selfie society of this world and into God's world, the land of selfless acts on behalf of others and their brothers and their mothers and even the whole world, the kind of love that does not pass by. On the other side, so can you answer this question this morning? And who is my neighbor? I have to wonder if the lawyer in our text could now answer that question. Appreciate you being along. The program is Moments of Assurance Weekend right here on Worldwide KFUO. Privileged to be with you. I'm Pastor Mark Hawkinson. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. I invite you to join me for the regular Moments of Assurance, Monday through Friday. It's a whole hour of inspiration and music. You've been listening to Moments of Assurance, produced by Worldwide KFUO. Moments of Assurance is underwritten by Mid-American Coaches, mid-americancoaches.net. To learn about giving opportunities, call Mary at 314-996-1518. Or you can make a gift safe, secure, and easily online at kfuo.org. Thank you for listening and supporting Moments of Assurance on Worldwide KFUO.